Well, I'm really excited today because I'm here with the Embry girls, um, the Embry family, and this is just the girls from the family. We've got Vicky, we've got Mel, and we've got Trina. So Vicky is the mum, and Vicky is my age, so I know exactly what she's going through. <laughs> and then we've got Trina, and we've got Mel. And they've just been through this remarkable, life-changing journey, starting with a gastric sleeve, and um, now they're looking at the next step. They've They've all lost um, a shitload of weight, and that's the only way I can put it, is a shitload of weight, and they've just totally transformed um, their lives. So we're going to um, have a bit of a chat with them today and see how the family that um, diets together stays together. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. Hi. So good to have you here today. Um, I, I share a part of your journey, and I'm so... I'm so envious because I'm, I'm never going to get to the weight that you guys are, but I always want to. So anyway, so so tell us, I think we'll start with you, Trina, because apparently Trina Trina's the oldest daughter and mm -hmm. Trina was the first person to start the family on this journey. So Trina, tell us, what was the, first of all, what was the thing that made you decide that, oh my God, I need to do something um, about it? Because I know what it's like to come from a family of, um, let's say, overweight, stocky, naturally sort of curvaceous okay. women. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so, so what started you on on the trip? Well, my little sister come to us and she was pretty upset and she said she was looking at getting the gastric sleeve, which I'd never heard of before. And um, I was like, I think that's something I need to do. And I was still umming and ahhing about it. And then I, had, uh, I happened to be in the yard and her dog jumped the fence and was going to attack a husky and I tried to run after this dog and I couldn't because everything was just moving up and down. Um, I was just so unfit and unhealthy and that was my wake-up call because I've got a son and I'm thinking what if it was him in an, in an emergency situation and it was my fault that he was seriously hurt or if he died. Yes. Yeah, sure. um, and that was my that was my light bulb moment that I needed to do something, you know. So how long ago was that, Trina? Uh, that was uh, that would have been about August 2014 um, when that happened. Um, so it's not even it's not even that long ago. No, no, wow. and I yeah, and I had my first appointment with the surgeon in October, um, and. I had I couldn't afford private health insurance as a sole parent. I couldn't get a job because people looked at me as if and thought I was lazy and wouldn't do a, a good job. In fact, people don't get a job. Yeah, it was it, it was really hard. Like all employees just took one look at me and nah, nah, she's fat and lazy. Yeah, so um, that was another thing that made me decide to do it. Um, yeah, so they gave me the option of I could wait and do intermediate, which was a cheaper option. And I'm like, no, nope, I don't want to wait. I'll probably talk myself out of it and I'm just going to get bigger and bigger if I wait longer. Mm -hmm. And I was done in December. So within two months of my first initial appointment, I was done. So the 19th of December, 2014, it was a very hard Christmas, <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Cause you would have yeah. still been, well, you would have been in recovery mode through Christmas without a doubt. Yes, um, I was on liquid diet and um, all my family were sitting there and eating it up and <laughs> I, I was pulling my eyes out on the lounge. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. I, I feel for you. I know what that feels like. But I wanted to start the new year fresh, um, basically. Yeah. I wanted to – 2015 was going to be my year to change everything and that's what I did. So, yeah. Awesome. So how long so, – so – Sorry, let, we might as well talk about your surgeon. So which surgeon did you go with? Because you live up northern Queensland, don't you? 
I, I was living in Rockhampton at the time, mm-hmm. um, but Mel had done the research and Dr. Braun, Dr. William Braun, his name is, and um, he hadn't had many complications or anything like that. He had a really good reputation, so I decided to go with him. Um, we all did. Mm-hmm. But, um, again, it was my sister that, you know, um, did most of that for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so after you had your surgery, um, so who went next, Mel or your mum? They both did. <laughs> Same time. Day, yeah. Doctor Braun, Doctor Braun had a special day created um, at the hospital for them, and they were done on the same day. Oh, that's was, awesome! So you, how long after you? How long after your surgery? Two months. Two months. Okay, so you all kind of went through it together at the same time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I was still struggling. I had a little bit of issues. Yeah, um, after mine, for the first five months, I was basically on a liquid diet. Mm-hmm. So, but I'd still do it all again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. I, I, well, I actually had a lap band um, years yeah. ago. Uh, I mean, I yeah. was I was only ninety two kilos, but but I had lost weight from one hundred and twenty down to seventy five. Then I put on weight and and I went to meltdown. Had a lap band, and I really struggled with it for the whole five years. And in hindsight, I wish I'd got the gastric sleeve then because nothing now, knew about it though, Trish. Yeah. Pardon? No. Really, no one really knew about this sleeve. I didn't no. even know what it was until Mel explained it and showed us on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. The, and the only weight loss surgery I had ever heard of before Mel said the sleeve was the band, and I'd lived with a woman that had the band, and I would have preferred to stay fat than put up with the gastric band. Like, I, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, well, some, yeah. some people actually have great success with the band. Like I, I know so many women that do. It's just it's a real personal thing. What works for one doesn't work for the other. But anyway, so but that was... Yeah, 90% I reckon have had issues with the band. Yeah, That's right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know what the stats are, but God, that sounds like a lot. But I, I've had mine removed and I, I tell you, I, I love eating bread. I almost eat it by the loaf. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Um, so tell me, so now that you girls, are you all at your goal weight, first of all? Well, I passed mine long ago. I I, I did. Um, I got down to my goal weight, um, which was 70. Well, first, the surgeon had given me a goal weight of 80 kilos because um, I was 135 kilos. And he oh, wow. So this is the, Trina. Trina, you were yeah, 135. Yep, I was 135 at my biggest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got down to 70 kilos. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've once because I had um, spurs in my feet or that plantar facetious or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I could barely walk, and after five or ten minutes of exercise, I, I was done. Um, I'd get out of bed, and it was like walking on pins and needles. Yeah, right. Um, I got to 110 kilos, and that was gone. I could walk, and I'm like, you know what? Any weight after this is gravy. I was happy after that, and it just kept falling off. We know it's really funny because um, my mother, bless her soul, she's in, in heaven now, um, but she passed away um, about five years ago and and she passed away as a result of um, weight re- issues related to um, yep. like things that, to do with weight basically, you know, we won't even mention how it's that, but to do with weight and over the time I just look at how much um, she must have, you know, how much... I mean, the government was amazing, like Medicare was amazing. She had so much support. She had carers and stuff like that. But she was always very frightened to have, because um, it was called stomach stapling in those days. But yeah. she was, yeah, she was always really frightened to have it done because the only surgery she'd ever had was 
surgery when it's to do with like it was life-saving stuff you know in the sense of you know she had cancer and all that so surgery frightened her but I but I always look back and think oh my god if she just had the surgery and gone through the way I, I think she'd still be with us today yeah, but, yes. but apart from that I think to myself my god how much she must have cost the the healthcare system yeah. whereas yeah. you know uh, yeah, yeah whereas I think that sort of surgery should be covered by you know, yep. I think the government should cover that sort of surgery because I think in the long term they actually gain because you've got people with a better, apart from the fact that you have a better lifestyle, you have a better mindset, less medication, less health problems and I think in the long run um, it's just going to be more beneficial for everyone. What? Well, but not the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. They've just got to make money. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I know. That, don't even get me started on that one. So, Trina, mm. you were 135. You got down to 70. What are you now? I'm sitting at around 72, 73. Okay. So your body is – and how tall are you, sorry? I'm um, 170 centimetres. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you're looking – I've looked at photos of you. look look pretty cracking hot, all three of you, actually. It's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. especially the before and afters. And I will add some – um, of the photos that you guys have said I can to the when I put this up as a blog post just so everyone can see because you guys look freaking amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, our our um, surgeon says the same thing too. <laughs> yeah. So, so Trina, you're pretty much at your goal weight. Your body has sort of settled at 20, 72, 73 and that's probably going to be your yeah. weight forever, I would say. I, I, I think so because basically they said it about two years out, you can put on five kilos or so. Um, and that's where your body will settle, basically. As long as you're careful, you can regain if you're not careful. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've actually known yeah. a lady who had the sleeve and mm -hmm. she lost weight and then she ended up putting it all back on, probably, and a whole lot more, which is just such okay. a shame because, like, I, I don't know what went wrong, but it just, I don't know. I, I, it's probably pretty rare, bad. but I have heard it before. Bad habits. Yeah. Yeah, which is so easy. It's so much easier to shove a bit of chocolate down your mouth than it is, you know, well, yeah, that's nutritious. Yeah, we're on a lot of the like the pages, like the Facebook weight loss pages, and a lot of them on there are like, oh my god, I'm slip, I'm, I'm slipped back into old habits, and um, oh, you know, but I love my chocolate and I love my coke and yeah, you know, all this stuff, and I'm like, uh, hello. No. Well, I was talking to I was talking to your mum. Well, actually, I, was, I think I was probably stalking your mum, and uh, oh no, we were talking, and we were. T she was saying how like because I'm still got all my old habits. Like I'm just a, you know I don't I have not learned how to eat properly. I go through stages, but she was saying she doesn't do sugar anymore. She doesn't do um, chocolate anymore. She eats mainly protein. And I'm just like, wow, that, like, because people think that you have the gastric sleeve and then you're going to lose weight and everything's going to be hunky dory, it's easy, and it's you know, it's the cheats way or whatever. But that's just bullshit because right. it's still so freaking hard. Yeah. Well, I cheated death. Yes. Totally. I cheated death because I was like, um, my blood pressure was really high, cholesterol was high, foot spurs, angina, incontinence. She's on the verge of a heart attack. Sore joints, and the doctor said, um, you're on the verge of a heart attack. And I couldn't move because both my feet, I had the foot spurs or whatever you call it. Yeah. And I couldn't move. And, and how old were you? You were like 30. No, this is mum. This is mum. This is me. I'm oh, so we're talking to Vicky now. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry. So you had the foot spurs too. Yeah, I had both feet, and I tried to exercise when the doctors were saying I was eating off the small plates and everything. Oh, I bugger it, and I got so depressed, and I just started eating like three cream buns, and I just mm. went in there and eat a bag of twisties. I gave up. I'm just like, 
I can't I can't exercise. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I had those foot spurs and then Mel come to me and said about, you know, she had to do something with her life and she goes, Mum, have you thought about it? I went, No. <laughs> So all did it together. So, so Vicky, while we're talking to you, then, so, so, what weight did you start out at? One hundred and ten point five, I think it was. Okay, and you got down to. I'm now fifty-seven. How tall are you? One hundred and seventy centimeters. Yeah. You are tiny. I look at photos of you. You're like, you know, you're so tiny. No, I'm not. Oh, you said that before, but you bloody well are. You look great, though. Curves now, Trish. Yeah, yeah. Well, while we're talking about you, Vicky, because I know that you've had, um, you're going another step in your your journey, and you've just recently had some plastic cosmetic surgery. Um, so could you just give us a little bit about, and, and we'll talk to you in a second as well, Mel. But just to while we're on your mum, um, just give us a bit of history like like so so you lost all your weight you've got heaps of ex excess skin no, your boobs actually, it's mainly my stomach uh-huh i got like a lot of floppy old granny belly but i really don't care about that part yeah. um i lost my, like over 200 centimeters off my whole body because i used to measure myself as well as weigh myself yeah um but yeah i lost my total i had i was a double d Oh, like a 18 or a 20 double D in yeah. the bra. Yeah. Then I went down to about a 10 triple A. Oh my god! I had nothing. Yeah, nothing. It was absolutely like a surfboard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and it caused social anxiety, depression. I just couldn't look at it. Just yeah. 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 I um started looking around at like plastic surgeons and it took me four months to get through my super to get it done. I had to go and see a psychiatrist and all that, and he was he was great. Okay, so you basically because you didn't have the funds, um, no. to get it to get it done, which personally I think it should be covered. But anyway, that's another story. Because you didn't have the funds to get it done, you had you went through your superannuation. Well, I and, had to because yeah, yeah I, I haven't worked because like I crushed my hand in Brizzy with a job what nearly four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, and I haven't worked since then. And yeah, like I reckon some of it should be covered. A lot of it should be covered by you know mm. um, no. Medicare or something yeah. because yeah. Or, or both or all of us need plastic surgery, but we can't. We I just, can't do it. We can't do it. Yeah, because and it's seen as um, cosmetic. Although uh, it, it is reconstructive, but it's still expensive. It is. I know. But let me tell you, there are there are some because of your your because you're all massive weight loss patients. There are certain entitlements that you are entitled to. So, so once you you hook up with you know a plastic surgeon that you decide to be yours, you know, like um, they can tell you what your entitlements are. But the thing is, you're not covered for hospital, and no. so, which means if you can afford hospital cover, it, it's worth getting. But you're not covered for hospital, and you still have the gap. You know what I mean? So you want to kind of do a bit of shopping around and find the surgeon that's the right price and the right fit for you but tell us how i met vicky um for everyone out there how i met vicky is on the the closed facebook um sorry the closed plastic surgery hub support forum that we've got on facebook and vicky had just had her breast done and she was having um you were having a bit of a meltdown weren't you vicky because oh my god i had yeah. four days of oh my god tell us what happened because and the reason i want you to share this vicky is because 
I know, like I just want you to share with people, like what happens is you have surgery, you, you're not feeling the best after surgery, um, we expect it to be perfect first off, but what happened with all surgery, even with my breast lift, you get it done first off, you think, what the hell have I done, because this is either ridiculous or, that's not that happens to everyone, but you think, oh my God, what have I done, it doesn't look like yeah. what you wanted. Um, it can actually look downright bloody scary. You think you've been butchered, and that, anyway. And and so I met Vicky during this trip, and I was thinking, oh my god, like is Vicky going to be okay? But tell us, because you're two weeks post op now, aren't you, Vicky? No, eight days. What? Oh, so it was only last week. Yeah, it was last Thursday. Christ, yeah. I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> eight days. <laughs> so, oh wow, I didn't realise it was only eight days now. Oh my god, of course it is. So tell us. Tell us what happened, Vicky. So, how, how you, well, first of all, how are you feeling now? Um, a little bit more human today. It's just yeah. a nerve pain down the right-hand side of the, the right breast. It hurts, mm -hmm. like burns. Mm -hmm. But um, um, someone said to me, get off endone as quickly as you can. Well, I was trying to do that, and my surgeon, when I went and saw him the other day, he goes, ah, keep taking that. <laughs> he said, don't try and be brave because that it's not, it's not easy. So, yeah. Totally, totally. I think I'm, I'm one of those advocates to, like, but if you need painkillers, you've got to take them, but the, the yeah. sooner you get off them, I think that's when your body kind of starts to heal. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know for myself, after my breast surgery, I was on endone for six months. I actually started double dosing, and oh. I know it was really bad. I got uh, My breast surgery was horrible. But having said that, I'd do it all again. But um, at the time, I was yeah, I was double dosing on the things, and I was actually I, I ended up being really, really quite ill. And um, in fact, that was the the um, that was the reason that I actually started Plastic Surgery Hub because I thought, oh my god, like there needs to be some support out there. But anyway, nothing on me. So so eight yep. days later, you're feeling a whole lot better. You feel your your boobs are actually looking better than what they were as well. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the girls, the girls, I've got to wear that strap thing all the time like yep. them down, to push them down. Yeah. Um, the right one's dropping down more than the left one, but that's all right. Money yep. ain't done. So. Yeah. But I, what caused my blues? Yeah. Um, is the Frankenboob. Is no, it wasn't the Frankenboob. I I went in with no high expectations of what I wanted it to look like straight away because I knew from being on the hub forum and the other ones that um, they do look disgusting for a while. Mm -hmm. But um, when I, like, I was probably still drugged out of it, I guess, and this nurse come up to me to, like, get me ready to go home, mm -hmm. and she touched underneath my boobs and she's, like, flopping away at the skin. <gasps> and she went, this doesn't look right. This is not right. She goes, I've never seen this before. Mm -hmm. Just what? Mm. And I'll be right back. And oh my god, that just gave me a total, total meltdown. I went, oh my god, I, I did my research on my surgeon. I did, I did all that. Um, people tell me he's good. What have I done? What have I done? I was having, oh my god. I, if I could have took a whole box of endone, I would have. Yeah, totally. So, so, so basically, you were okay with it until the nurse that was there sort of said, oh my god, I've never seen anything like that. And yeah. And she put was, you into a bit of a tailspin. Oh, a bit of a tailspin. I was a mess. I had like four days of what have I done to my body? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know you were. I, I was worried about you. I was like, well, as you know, I reached out because, I, you know, I thought, oh, my God, like I, I need to speak to this lady because she's just mm. having a, a, a 
you know, bit of a me- uh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was worrying for me as well yes. just to be sitting on the outside watching. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was scary. It was yeah, and I'm so fortunate. I've got such a great family to look after me. So yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, that's good. So you've had your your breast done, and that's. I mean, you'd love to have your tummy done, but just wait and see what happens with that and yeah, you know, down the track or whatever. All right. Now, Mel, let's yeah. get on to you then. So, so what did what weight did you start off at, Mel? Uh, my heaviest was 195 kilos. What? Yeah. <laughs> 195. Yeah. She still had a full-time job and a partner. Sorry. <laughs> okay, go on. Tell me, tell me, say it again. Oh, <clears throat> Trina was just saying I still have, I was still working full-time and I had a partner and all that kind of stuff. At 195. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So, so what, what weight are you now? Uh, sitting around 104. That is amazing, Mel. Congratulations. That's just I, like I, I did get down to about ninety eight, mm-hmm. but I started at the gym and gained a bit of muscle, and <laughs> it's gone back up over a hundred, which is hard to deal with. Like I worked hard to get under a hundred, now I'm back over it, so yep. I just got to get back under it now. I know what you mean about it being hard to deal with because I like I've kind of given up on myself at the moment, so I've got to get back on track. But um, you do it, it's it's different. Like us ex fatties, we're we're crazy. Like yeah. as far as our weight goes, you know, like a little bit on the scale. And, and if you're like me, I just have a total meltdown. No, I don't have a meltdown as such. I just I don't go near scales anymore. I more go by my clothes. Yeah. Like even though I've gone up that little bit of weight, my clothes still fit exactly the same. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. So, yeah, don't know what's happening there, but but yeah. it, it's an, it's an addiction though, Trish. It is totally it's an emotional addiction. Mm-hmm. We have an emotional attachment to food and yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. We absolutely do because the night before the, our surgery, um, I was saying goodnight to my grandson and I always sing Amazing Grace to him. Mm-hmm. And I just lost my shit. I was crying. And he looked at me and he sat up and he goes, Are you going to die, Nana? Oh. Oh, honey, uh, no. And then I realised why I was crying. Because I was losing my friendship with my food. Yeah, right. That was the first thing I thought of was food. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I realised that, I was fine the next day. I was ready. I was ready to go to the hospital. Um, yeah. 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 Isn't it funny? So, so... So is your was your is your family big? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Both sides. Both sides. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Well, this side love their food. They can go back and get three plates of food. Not a problem. And he's skinny. They're all fat. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's skinny. I was going to say. And my side, my my parents, my brothers, my sister, huge. Right. Okay, that's so interesting because my side's a little bit the same. One side is is quite big, but um, I have an excuse for that. I figure it's because my my dad comes from and my mum, in fact, come from villages in Italy where they were poor and they come over here and they've got this food. So they they're constantly like, you've got to eat more because the more you eat, the healthier you are, the the richer you are. You know, so it's it's related food quantity is related to you know, how rich you are in your life and hence um, they, they grew a family of fatties. But we're changing that pattern. Yeah, but it's um, 
it's it's the the whole eat everything on your plate. Now we brought our kids up the same as how we were brought up. Yeah. You must eat everything on your plate before you leave the table. Yeah. Can't waste can't waste food because there's people out there that are starving and you've got it. You've got to eat it. And you pay for it. You're wasting the money. Rah 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 rah. Yeah. Well, my husband, he comes from a family of 11 and they, they had to eat when they could, you know, like, and he, they're all fat. They're all, they're all Teletubbies. They're all, they've got hemochromatosis, diabetes. They've all got that. Yep. Um, but he's the same. Like, we, we share a plate, the three of us, when we go out, we get a small meal and we can share it and we've still got some left over. Mm-hmm. He'll buy his big meal and then he'll go and eat ours as well. Yeah, right. Yep. Because yep. you can't handle wasting that food. Yep. Sounds like my dad, Zach is saying he does the he cleans everyone's plate and when I say that he eats what's left over. Yep, yep. that's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> it's a funny mentality, hey. So Mel, back back on to you again. So tell me so you're you know, like do you have a goal? Do you have a goal where you want to be? Oh my goal is ninety. Okay. Yeah. So you're not far off. No, yeah, not far off. <laughs> How tall are you? 170 centimetres. Okay, great. And are you, like, how's your skin? How's your skin bounce back? Uh, I've, got a, I've got quite a bit around my tummy area okay. and my legs because uh-huh, uh-huh. that's, that's where I carry all my weight is my, <clears throat> around my stomach and my, and my legs. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I've got a little waist. My yeah. waist is pretty small. Uh-huh. And my arms haven't done too bad, but I put that down to my, my job while I was losing the weight. I do yep. a lot of heavy lifting and yep. stuff. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've built, you're, you know, you're building up muscle at the moment, which is um, – and the good thing for, for yourself um, and your sister is what's going to happen because you're younger. What will happen over years, I think, your skin – I mean, it will never tighten back, but probably a whole lot more than your mum's will kind of thing because just for the fact that you're younger and – you know, you want to make sure you use lots of moisturising creams and, well, not necessarily creams, but oils and, you know, massages, just just whatever you could do to help the skin kind of bounce back a bit, hey. Yeah. I had a C-section, so mine's got no chance of coming back, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that, that, that's Vicky. That, sorry, that's Trina, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, Trina. Yeah, yeah. I had a C-section too. Mine's, yeah. mine's really bad. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, you... All my weight around the belly, so my belly is big. Yeah. Well, you girls might seriously want to have a look at if you can afford um, your your health insurance or hospital cover. Anyway, um, there's there's definitely some really good things at the moment for people with a with a BM. You know that started off with a BMI over X amount. Would you all of you three ladies fit in? And that's for abdominoplasty. So you know there are options there for you where it's not going to be as expensive. But having said that, as a massive weight loss patient, it's always a bigger job. Than you know than it is for someone who just you know lost yeah. ten kilos and wants a tummy tuck or, or whatever. So it's um it is major reconstructive work that's for sure. But definitely something to look at you know down the track. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel, I want I want I wanted to ask you as well. Um, so your do you have children? No, no. It's one of the reasons why I had like got the sleeve done because I do want. It is the plan. It is the plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, I've just got to. Just got to find someone first, and then actually these days you don't even need to find someone, do you? No, I've already got someone. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. Yeah, so the whole time. Yeah, good. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love guys like that. Um, so supportive of you, Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, great. No, he doesn't. He like 
you know, I can I can get down on myself about how I look sometimes. And he just stands there and, you know, raises his eyebrows and is like, come here. And I'm like, you me? Like, yeah. yeah it- he's, been, he's been really good. When I first went to him and I, you know, I said to him, I said, I want to get this surgery. He just turned around and said, you know, you do whatever makes you happy. I'll be here no matter what. So That's so good. Yeah. That's what we all want. We all want one of him. What's his name? <laughs> um, I, I met him when I was. I think I was around 160 kilos when I met him. Yeah, right. So he just loves you for you. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. But you're doing this for you anyway, not for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. No, that's good. That's good. Oh, I don't know what else I want to ask you guys. I'm just like, I'm totally blown away with what you've achieved. Because I I think because I've seen the photos as well, because we can bandy around numbers as much as you want, you know, 190 to 105. And we can say, but when you actually see it physically in the flesh, it's like, holy friggin' moly. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, you guys have yeah. done so well I, I you know I can't believe though Trish isn't it it's like it's surreal I, I never saw myself as big I never saw my girls as big I, I guess I just saw their soul I just it didn't see ourselves as big yeah yeah no you just you just it becomes your normal yeah mm, mm. but it's good when you see the after ones because you can see how far you've come yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, look, that's been awesome talking to you ladies today. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. And for you listeners out there, if you want to have a share of um, Vicky, Trina and Mel's story, we'll be putting up a blog shortly. Um, but otherwise, if you need to know anything else, just drop us an email at info at plasticsurgeryhub.com.au and if there's anything that, um, that they can help you with, I'm sure they'll be happy to share their journey. And if you haven't already, you're also welcome to join our um a Facebook closed forum which is called Plastic Surgery Hub Support Group. So thank you so much ladies. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you. Okay, catch ya. Bye. Bye.